Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. Today we're going to talk about peak performance and what is peak performance, or I guess how do we get to peak performance? And I heard it stated really, really well the other day. Peak performance is like a marriage between your internal and external environment. So those two environments, internal, within us, our own individual environment, but then the external and the outside of environment, anything outside of ourselves, which is a lot, right? There's a lot more to the outside than there is to the inside. And the reason why I want to do this podcast episode is because I have, if you've listened to a lot of the episodes and the content that I've put out, you guys understand that I am very big on controlling what we can control, right? So as we write down our goals, as we do imagery with the future version of ourselves, like yesterday's episode where I talked about what is your future self look like and then thinking about the things that you are going to honor, make important and value. Like as we walk through that, what we're doing is we are doing the intentional work of working on the internal of saying, what is it that within myself I can control and I need to begin to work on and I need to begin to improve. And that's a, that is obviously a great first step. There's a reason why I gave it as a first step in yesterday's episode. That's what we need to do. However, the interesting part about performance and the reason why performance is so slippery, by the way, right? Because here's the deal. If it was only up to, if it was peak performance is, you know, equals your internal environment, then I believe that there would be a lot of people performing at a very high level because there's one variable and that variable is us. And it is, I'm not going to say it's easy to do because it still provides challenges for us, but in terms of internal and external environments, the external environment is way bigger and there are way more loose cannons in our external environment. So if it was only up to the internal environment, then many of us would be performing at a high level on a consistent basis. But that's not the case and performance is slippery and sometimes a performance goes well and sometimes a performance doesn't go well and that's where the second part of this principle comes in. It's a marriage between your internal and your external, right? And if we take out that word marriage, it's an agreement. It's a covenant. It's a relationship that is formed between two parties. In our case, it's our internal and our external environment. So where this gets, to me, where this gets fun, this gets interesting, is let's just speed up the process here and let's say, okay, we're not going to discuss in this episode, working on ourselves, working on our character, our habits, our internal environment. Let's just go ahead and throw that to the side. We, we've done that. Let's, let's assume mission accomplished. We've taken care of that. Great. But now when we go to perform and we bring that version of ourselves to the table, 
we need to mesh with, we need to form a constructive, productive relationship with our external environment. And here's where it gets interesting. Here's where it gets tricky. Here's where we've got to be self-aware. We've got to be able to see and think clearly about the external environment and, and what is it out there that I need to adapt to, pay attention to, keep in mind. And again, this is where it becomes super fun. Let's throw this base down. The external environment is highly uncontrollable. There are lots of things out there that we have absolutely no control over. There are more things that we don't have control over than we do have control over. If we were to, again, good exercise, I've given this exercise on this podcast at some point. If we were to take a sheet of paper, draw a line down the middle, write down on the left side things you can control, and those would be internal, those would be things that you can work on yourself. And then on the right side of the paper, you drew, you wrote down external things that you can't control. That right side of the list is going to be way longer than the left side of the list. But what we need to do in order to perform at a high level consistently is we need to figure out what's the, what's the recipe, right? What ingredients do I need to bring to the table on this particular day to perform at a high level? And the cool thing about this is that on different days, different ingredients may be necessary. So what we, going back to our internal environment, what we need to do is we need to build a pantry and and the pantry is going to be, you know, an analogy for us. We are a pantry. What we need to do is we need to build a pantry that when we begin to look in that pantry, there are a bunch of different ingredients. There's a bunch of food in that particular pantry that we can choose from. And then when we go out to perform, when we go out to compete, when we go out to execute whatever it is that we want to do and go after our goals, then we can look in our pantry and we can say, okay, for this particular thing that the external environment is providing me today on this particular competition, Here are the ingredients that I think would be beneficial for me to use in this particular scenario. And so we're building our pantry and that's what we can do. That's what we can control. And then the cool thing is we go out and we, we form this marriage, we form this bond, we form this relationship with the external environment, and then we're free to perform and see, and we get excited about seeing if the ingredients we brought were the right ingredients for that external environment. And this goes back to a couple of episodes ago, I talked about, I labeled it, what's behind door number three. That's the name of the episode. And this is where, again, a lot of these things mesh together when we talk about performance. This is where we're standing before door number three. We put our we put our hand on the doorknob and we're excited to turn it and open the door and see, right? We've brought our ingredients to the external environment from our pantry, from ourselves. And now we're excited to see, hey, did we did we figure this one out or not? And either way, we are eager, we are excited 
we're sure we're a little bit fearful, but we're excited to see if this one worked out this time or not. And what we find is just this awesome cycle where now I'm self-aware. I use my performance as a learning tool. That is what a performance is. That is what a competition is. That is what finding out what's at the end of the road and whether we achieve our goal or not. That's what that is. Not the metric that we get at the end of that, but what did we learn? And we go back and we say, all right, here's the deal. It seems that my pantry is lacking. This ingredient would have been great to have at that last competition, at that last performance, that last time that I tried to execute this particular thing. It would have been great to have it. So how do I go about having that ingredient and adding that ingredient to my pantry? And then again, a lot of this stuff is interlinked. That's where we go back to, what do I need to value now? What do I need to make important? Was I valuing that thing? Like, why don't I have that ingredient? Oh, I've been overlooking its importance. It could have worked for me at this particular moment. But this is what's fascinating about performance is that it's not linear. It's not cut and dry. And the big takeaway that I want for us for this particular episode, because I've seen it so often in myself and I've seen it in the folks that I've been you know, blessed to have a partnership with and just build up a book of experiences that I can draw from is many folks, our frustration with performance is we want it to be an X plus Y equals Z or sorry, we want it to be an X equals Z. In other words, we want to, Mario, I've worked on myself. I'm doing these things. I've fostered good habits. I'm making the right things important. I've worked extremely hard. I've built up a ton of sweat equity. So why can't X just equal Z? Because there's a Y in there. And the Y is that external environment. And that Y is a squirrely, slimy little variable that really throws a wrench in a lot of our plans. And so therefore, when we perform and we don't get the Z, the X plus Y equals something other than Z, for a lot of us, our frustration comes back to that was not worth it. Man, I worked so hard and I've been doing the right things and what happened out there? And here's what we do. We go back to kind of rightfully so. It's, it's a place that we definitely need to look. We go back to the X, which is the internal environment. We go back to what, what is it with me? Like, what's the deal? Like, why couldn't I do that? Here's where this begins to get sideways on us, though. The better question to ask is, what was lacking in X that allowed me to marry with Y to get Z? What was lacking in X, in myself, 
Good place to start. That's fine. Take accountability for the fact that the performance didn't go the way that you had foreseen it going. But then ask yourself, like there's a Y out there. So it's an X plus Y equals Z. That's the equation. So no, there's not anything like inherently wrong with you. You were maybe lacking something. Your pantry is incomplete. You're lacking an ingredient. You're lacking a knowledge about or some kind of skill. But thank goodness for why. Be grateful for why. Be grateful that that external environment brought out and brought to your attention, to your self-awareness, it brought out the fact that you were, you're lacking something. So instead of being upset, depressed, frustrated, instead of needing time to sit on the couch and lick your wounds, how about you approach it this way? Thank you, why? External environment, that in this particular case, in this particular scenario, you showed me what I need to have for next time to be able to be successful and get that Z. I currently don't have that. So I'm actually excited to go out and to begin to do the things and think about the things that I need to do in order to have X in my pantry So that next time, the X plus the Y does equal the Z. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. See, it's akin to, all right, the X plus the Y equals the Z. You want to make a certain dish. You want to cook something for dinner. That's the Z. And then the X is your pantry. But then the Y shows you that you're missing an ingredient. The external environment, the why shows you, hey, in order to make this dish, you actually don't have everything that you need in order for you to create that particular dish. So the why has shown you that the X, your pantry, is not adequately equipped to make Z, that particular dinner, that particular dish. So rather than stomping out the door and being upset, about the fact that you've now got to go to the store to purchase that ingredient to get that particular thing that you're missing, you can walk out the door with a smile and be excited about the fact that you get the opportunity. Folks, it's an opportunity. You get the opportunity. We get the opportunity to get into our cars and go to the store and go purchase that ingredient. And this is all a metaphor, right? This is all an example of us being able to go back to our process and build up and purchase, quote unquote, purchase with sweat equity, with hard work, with consistency, this particular ingredient so that the next time we want to make this dish, in other words, the next time we want to go after this goal, the next time we want to accomplish this particular thing, We've got it. We're capable. But I will end with this. If it were only so simple, 
right? Because what did I say? I said performance is such an interesting thing to try to figure out that we really honestly don't ever figure out, do we? Nobody's perfect in performance all the time. Nobody. Take the most successful person you think you know, and they're not batting a thousand. So here's the interesting thing. As soon as we can say, hey, you know what? This X plus Y equals Z. More often than not, I've got that. When Y, my external environment provides me with certain things, I can go in my pantry and say, I got it covered. I got those ingredients. I've got those skills. I can execute so that my X plus Y does equal Z. Performance goes, okay, that sounds great. Don't get too full of yourself. See, performance doesn't have a way of humbling us, right? Like when we consistently try to perform at a high level, don't we, aren't we humbled so often? Because here's what happens. All of a sudden, Z says, all right, that's cool. Well, guess what? Something about why is going to change this next time. And I'm not going to tell you. So all of a sudden, we go, all right, I'm going after Z. And, and I've got X, my internal environment that I've worked really, really hard on. And here's my pantry. And man, my pantry's got a ton of stuff in it. I got a ton of things I can come at this Z with to get there. And then we get to the plus Y. And all of a sudden, we look at that Y and we go, oh my gosh. Um, man, that Y, that external environment has something that I wasn't planning for. It's got something that I wasn't prepared for. It's got something different in store for me this time. And all of a sudden we don't get Z, do we? All of a sudden the X, as, as much as we may try, we realize, uh oh, X, my pantry was insufficient given the Y that was given to me. So my internal and my external environment, they weren't in a good, healthy, right marriage. So therefore I didn't get the performance that I thought I was going to get. And what ends up happening? We end up going, all right. I guess I need a new ingredient for my pantry. I guess there's something else that I can do to build up my pantry and make it bigger so that the next time that I get this external environment that this Y presents itself, I'm ready. And that is the cycle, folks. And that is why the process, this journey never ends. But if we can look at it the right way, we can be excited about it. We can be excited about the fact that it's cyclical. We can be excited about the fact that we never figure it out. I've been thinking a lot about my childhood buddies and little kids that, you know, folks that I used to play with that, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit distant from because I've moved and everything. And for whatever reason, video games comes to mind. What happens when you beat a video game? the first time. You might still be a little bit excited to beat it the second time. So then you go do it again. And then you might be excited to beat it the third time. And as every time that you go to run through and and beat that video game, it gets a little bit easier, which means the challenge loses a little bit of that oomph off of the top. And by the time you beat that video game nine, 10 times, whatever your threshold is, and everybody's threshold is different, you get tired of that video game, don't you? 
and you want to move on to another one. This is how elite performers operate. We want to beat the video game, but once we do that, we're going to get tired of that video game at some point and we're going to move on to another one. Here's the good news. There's always another video game out there for us to jump into and try to beat. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. Please do me a favor. Get the word out about this podcast. Share the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Put it on your social media. Let's go. Let's get the word out about this. I'm loving the interaction I'm getting. I'm loving the fact that you guys are listening to it. I hope you're getting something out of it. That's what we do. Thank you guys so much. Have a fantastic rest of your day.